The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of Lexington Community Radio or its board of directors. The views expressed are solely those of the programmers. You are listening to Off the Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam Banks. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for tuning in to WLXU 93.9 FM. In addition to listening to us on the radio, you can check out our Facebook live stream at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks, or you can download the Radio Lex app on your smartphone device to listen to us anywhere in the entire world. You can also stream the show live on the website at radiolex.us. Amber Turner and I are both broadcasting from the Deborah Hensley Studios here at Radio Legs on North Limestone. It is March the 9th, 2023. Last week we had a windstorm that really did some damage across the state. Even some people lost their lives. Amber, it was a massive, massive windstorm. It's glad I'm glad to see that you are all in one piece. Yeah, I'm glad to see that. We're both all in one piece, and both of our fences are still standing. Yes, my fence was shaking <laughs> like a leaf. Oh, yeah. Yes, but speaking of the windstorm, here at Radio Lex dot or here at Radio Lex, we are not going across the airwaves on the actual dial because our transmitter got mm-hmm. knocked out. So we are only going out live across our app, our website. So if you want to listen to us, we're still live, but our transmitter is out. So we're only broadcasting on if you have the app or if you have uh, if you're on the website. So digitally, mm-hmm. that's how we are broadcasting. But Nonetheless, we still are live right here at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks. Amber, it is March the 9th, a great day. Uh-huh. It's so I'm so excited <laughs> because we're watching Scream 6 later. We are. The opening of Scream 6. Uh-huh. Did you wake up with excitement? I did. Well, I went to bed last night with excitement. Yes. It's the last thing we talked about yesterday. Who do you think the killer's going to be? You. <laughs> Absolutely, it's you. Because I sent you that little Snapchat filter. <laughs> what was was that? One of those deep fake? Yes, <laughs> I got to deep fake myself as the killer of Scream Six. No, I am very excited to ta- uh, to watch that movie and talk about it. But Amber, it's an exciting day uh, anyway because it's March. The weather will eventually get better. As of right now, it's not. But it's if, not too bad. Well, we're supposed to have cold weather for the next two weeks. I, I could have went without knowing that. So uh, it's it's will eventually. Become warmer, but Amber March 9th, it's a nice day because there's a lot that happened on this day in history. Okay. And Amber, I know you love when we do this. Uh huh. I know that you love when we do this day in history. I love those. And it is March the 9th. Yeah. So a lot has happened throughout history on this date, March the 9th. And Amber, we will start all the way back to 1856. S A E, Sigma. Alpha Epsilon is founded in the Johnson Mansion House on the University of Alabama. Did you have an SAE on your campus? I ain't got no clue. Did you do you even know what that means? <laughs> I don't care. I was in a fraternity. So I still know the Greek alphabet. I know. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, iota, theta. 
Nu Mu Zi Omicron Pri Rho Sigma Tau Epsilon Phi Chi Psi Omega. I don't know if I probably messed that up. Hey, I wear Moo Moos. Does that count? In 1858, Albert Potts of Philadelphia patents the street mailbox. Hey, now there's a good one. Yes. On this day, March the 9th in 1923, Elmer's Rice Adding Machine premieres in New York City. The, what is it? The Adding Machine. Yeah. You know what that is, don't you? No. You, you know what accountants use oh. when they've got their little hat on and the okay. cigarette yeah, in their yeah. mouth and, and their and the receipts going a million miles. The mask. Yes. Okay. Okay. And okay. the receipt keeps just spitting out of the machine. I love those. That's called the adding machine. Okay. Without that, we would still have to count on our hands and and toes. <laughs> Sometimes I fire better that way. I skipped over this one. 1861 on March the 9th, the U.S. Confederate currency authorized a fifty, one hundred, five hundred, and thousand dollar bills. Ooh. We don't have the five hundred and thousand anymore. Yeah. We only have the fifty, one hundred. Eventually, I'm thinking that the dollar will disappear. Oh, wow. I, the just, dollar. I just think that it's just invaluable. Yeah. doesn't have any value. I, mean, I, what like, can, a, I what, like a dollar. What can you buy with a dollar? A dollar and a quarter. Dollar tree. Like I said, <laughs> what can you buy just for a dollar anymore? You can't. Even at the dollar tree, it's now a dollar twenty-five. Mm-hmm. It should be called the dollar twenty-five tree. <laughs> On this day, March the 9th, in 1954, the first local color TV commercial aired on WNBT-TV in New York City. Hi. I think that color and television changed the game. Absolutely. When you watch The Wizard of Oz and you see Dorothy go from black and white to color, even today, Uh that does something to me. Oh, it's magical. It is. So I can only imagine what people thought when they first seen color TV. Oh my goodness. On this day in 1959, Barbie makes her debut at the American Toy Fair in New York. There we go. One of the most iconic toys to ever be uh, produced was a Barbie. Mm -hmm. Did you ever own any Barbies? If I didn't own a thousand, I didn't own one. On this day, March the 9th, 1964, the first Ford Mustang was produced. There you go. Mustang Sally. I am a big Mustang (laughs) fan. Never owned one, but I've always liked them. Yeah. I've always been a fan of Mustangs. Yeah. I can't fit too good in those old school ones, though, like the 2006 version ones. That's wild that that's considered old school. Uh-huh. 06. 06. But so you like the older ones before that, that, the one that everybody had? Well, I like like the older ones. Yeah. Like the older, older ones. Yes. On this day, 1981, Dan Rather becomes primary anchorman of CBS TV News. That was a big deal. Dan Rather, to me, is the greatest news anchor to ever have lived. That's okay. in my opinion. The greatest news anchor to ever Sit behind the desk is Dan Rather. That's better than uh, Barbara Walters. Yeah. That's better than Tom Brokaw. That's better than Peter Jennings. It's better than Lester Holt. (laughs) The guy who did it back in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, Dan Rather quite possibly was the greatest news anchor to ever do it. Now, I think just the way he would deliver the news, it always sounded very important. Yeah. And it he had, had some say. and it had some urgency to it. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that he got fired back with some comments he made about President Bush, but you can't do that during a war. No. And that's what happened to him, and he got fired, and he's still around, but I think that his legacy was tarnished because of the way he got fired. It was. On this day, March the 9th in 1989, Eastern Airlines 
Have you ever heard of Eastern Airlines? It used to be a popular airline. It says here it was known as it was a major United States airline from 1926 to 1991. It was headquartered in Miami International uh, Airport, but it filed for bankruptcy in 1989. Ooh. So it was one of the biggest airlines in America. Yeah. It ranked right up there with Delta. Yeah. Uh, Southwest. Yeah. American. Allegiant. Well, I don't know if Allegiant was around back then. So it ranks right up there with some some huge American airlines. Yeah. But unfortunately, we haven't heard about it because it went out in 1989. Bankrupt. Or at least it started the process of it. Yeah. Yeah. On this day in 1997, the 38th SEC Men's Basketball Tournament was held and Kentucky beat Georgia 95-68. to Look at there. The SEC Tournament is currently happening right now. We hope the Cats get another SEC title. On this day in 1920, and this is the final because we're right up into the most recent years, Italy announces it is locking down the whole country due to a spike in COVID-19 cases with 10,040 cases and 630 deaths. Now, it is March the 9th, so here in America, we didn't go on lockdown, and it was another couple of days Mm -hmm. before America really locked down the country, but here we are. Here we are three years later. Oh, and it's, I feel like the world has changed since then. Absolutely. Nothing's the same as it was three years ago. Uh-uh. What do you think the biggest change has been? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think the understanding that everybody has some sort of mental health issue that needs to be addressed or suffers from, or and it's not a bad thing to suffer from it. I think mental health awareness well, is the best thing. It, yes, and I uh, certainly agree with that. But a lot has changed since COVID-19. But here we are. We're persevering because we're people who can persevere here in this country. But ladies and gentlemen, there you go. A lot has happened there on March the 9th, on this day in history. But stick with us, folks. We still have lots more Off the Cuff Without a Manx coming at you live after these words. We will be right back. So- Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me. I don't know what happened there to our music. <laughs> somebody cut it off. But somebody cut it off there. Maybe it's the wind. Yeah, oh gosh. Started back. But what I came into is Lady Gaga, hold my hand. Amber, everybody is... There it goes. Hey, there we go. Everybody that was nominated for Best Song at the Oscars has said they're going to be performing at the Oscars, except the queen herself, Lady Gaga. What's the reason for that? I don't know. Probably because she wants us to suffer. Because you know if she sings, it's going to be an iconic performance. Absolutely. Because that's just how she is. But this song, Hold My Hand, has been nominated for Best Song. The Oscars is this Sunday. I don't think you will ever be able to beat the Oscars last year, (laughs) simply because Chris Rock getting slapped by Will Smith... Have you got a chance to watch the Chris Rock documentary on Netflix? Oh, my goodness. He killed it. Chris Rock absolutely killed his performance. And I will say that because of his... He held it in for an entire year. Yeah, he did. He didn't say anything about it. Nope. But the last 10 minutes of his 
show, the last 10-15 minutes, he really went in hard on both Will and Jada. Both of them. And it was perfect. It was so funny. Well, there wasn't anything that he said that other people hadn't already thought, like people removed from the situation. I think the best part was he's like, I love Men in Black. And I'm like, me too. Well, after he was done and he dropped the mic, I said, that's why he's Chris Rock. That's why he has the name that he has. It was the delivery was perfect. He killed it, and he retaliated and responded at the exact right time. And sometimes that's a skill in itself. Oh, absolutely. So I was a big fan of the documentary. Lady Gaga, though, she needs to show up to the Oscars. She's just one of these people who can do it all. She can sing. She can act. Amber, there have been many singers throughout time that have been great singers, but they have turned into actors. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga is one of them. Let's see. She's done A Star is Born. Mm-hmm. She's done House of Gucci. She's got the new Joker movie yes. coming out. A great singer turned actress. And it made me start thinking of other singers that have turned into acting. Okay, Singers that have turned into actors. Lady Gaga being one of them. But Amber, there is a whole slew of act or singers that have turned into actors. And Beyonce is one of them. She has acted in movies such as Austin Powers, Gold Member. There we go. I couldn't remember which one it was. You know, my music is going to be doing this the entire time. But what else was she in? She was in other things too, uh, right? She, uh, Dream Girls. She was in Dream Girls. Yeah, that was a great one. Now, did she win anything for Dream Girls? Oh my goodness. I don't know if she did, but I think Jennifer Hudson did. What? Yeah. I yes. think Jennifer Hudson won, maybe. Okay. Well, Beyonce is definitely somebody who has turned into, has went from singing to acting. What about, what about uh, Madonna? Yes. Yes. Who has went from being an iconic singer to an actor. What's some of the movies Madonna has been in? Uh, let's see. Dick Tracy. Oh, my gosh. Um, Swept Away, I think was the name of it. Uh, Guy Ritchie, her husband at the time, filmed that one. I wouldn't waste my money on it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I know she's in some other stuff, but Dick Tracy's the big one for me. Well, you've got not only Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Madonna, you've also got the guy who slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars, Will Smith. He's done so many movies. Wild Wild West, Men in Black. Oh, if this song don't get played twice a day in my house. He's done, gosh, The Bad Boys. Oh, Independence Day. Pursuit of Happiness. I'm Legend. Yeah. He is one of those people who has succeeded tremendously in both industries. Flawlessly, too. Yes. Will Smith. What about this character right here, Mr. Justin Timberlake, (laughs) who's got into a few movie roles of his own? He has starred in the Mickey, or he starred in Bad Teacher with Cameron Diaz. He starred in the Social Network uh, movie. With uh, Jesse Eisenberg, I think is his name. Absolutely. He's won two Emmys for his guest spots on Saturday Night Live, which is not easy to do. Yeah. Well. Friends with Benefits, Alpha Dog. I was going to say Alpha Dog is the big one I remember him from. It's amazing. 
all while maintaining a musical career. That includes five studio albums, two compilation albums, albums and 39 singles. Shoo! A lot of people, it seems like, want to do both. I feel like actors want to turn into singers, and singers want to turn into actors. Well, you always want to be a, what is it, a double fecta? Yeah. You want to make sure you're hitting both. Or something that you're not. Exactly. What about Dolly Parton? There you go. She's already made her impact on the music industry, but she's definitely done it as well in music, or in movies. She has starred in films like 9 to 5, she also had performances as a secretary alongside legendary comedians like Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name of that movie she was in. Maybe it was 9 to 5 where she was I think that's 9 to 5. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's 9 to 5. So what else was Dolly Oh, in? Still Magnolias. I love her in Still Magnolias. That's right, she was. Yes, yeah, she's the hairdresser. And, uh, oh gosh, she was in so many, and I don't know if they were Hallmark movies back then, but I know she was one that she was like an angel that was sent to help a family. Yeah. She did a lot of those movies for a while. Well, also, a singer turned actor is pop sensation Mandy Moore. Don't you remember her in the late 90s? She was very it was very competitive with people like Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake or Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. She was competing right alongside those guys. She was. But she kind of got out of the music industry and went into the acting world. Uh, quickly, too. It was a quick transition. Let's think of some of the films she has done. Well, A Walk to Remember. What about TV, though? Look at This Is Us. Oh, yeah. One of the most watched shows in NBC history she Mm -hmm. was on and was the star of it. She was. I think she's a better actress than singer. Oh, you know, she actually said something one time. She wished she could refund all of her uh, fans for all the money they spent on all of her albums. Uh, I've had all of them. That hurt my feelings so much. Does that mean my musical taste is really that bad? artist give me the money back (laughs) she did other movies like the princess diaries saved 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 that's a good one macaulay culkin yes love story silver landings save that was a good movie that's a good one i don't know any other songs she did besides this one though oh i want to be with you um This one eats through my brain, though, so I can't think anything else. All right, let's see. Moving on down the list of another singer turned actor was Ice Cube. (laughs) He was a former member of the L.A.-based rap group N.W.A. Ice Cube is counted among the most influential figures in hip-hop history. But his first acting role as Doughboy in John Singleton's Boy in the Hood, Boys in the Hood, mm-hmm. made him a standout actor. He's done so many other movies, 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street, The High Note, The Barbershop Series, and The Friday Series. Friday! <laughs> I mean, heck, my business is named after his second movie, <laughs> Next Friday. And everything is all right. I got a beat from Kim. 
Was he also in Are We There Yet? I think he is in Are We There Yet. Yeah, I like that movie. I enjoyed that movie a lot. Man, he has been in a wide range of movies. Good movies. They're all good movies. And it's great. Yeah. A wide range of, of movies. Yeah. Movies for kids and movies for stoners. <laughs> movies that are, you know, very, very politically driven, you know, like Boys in the Hood. We can't leave out this singer turned actor. LL Cool J definitely has to make the list. I can't forget about his role in Halloween H2O. <laughs> Ronnie! <laughs> Ronnie! <laughs> what else was LL Cool J in? Oh my gosh, I have no clue. Oh gosh, he's in other stuff. I know, I know H2O. Um, oh man. Uh, <laughs> well, it says here that he was in films like Halloween H2O, Deep Blue Sea, oh, man. and Oliver Stone smash hit Any Given Sunday. And since 2009, he has starred on the CBS Police show NCIS Los Angeles. Now, there is a lot that has also crossed over from singing to movies. There's Ludacris. Yes. There's Queen Latifah. Yes. There's Ice-T. <laughs> he rules Law & Order now. What about Cher? Yes. Do you? I didn't know where she fell in this kind of category. Well, she's a singer-turned-actor. Well, she was like a TV-turned-singer, but I guess it was a singing television show. Yeah, variety show. Variety show. Turned-actress. Amazing. The Mask... Woo, that's a good one. Wasn't she also in... Mermaids? Mermaids, yes. Mermaids? She was in Mermaids. Don't ask me how I know that, but I do know that she was in Mermaids. Because <laughs> Cher's amazing. She also played a model in the TV series The Man from Uncle. She made her Broadway debut in Robert Altman's Come Back to the Five. Mm. And Dime, Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean and... Her reprised her role in the 1982 film version for which she garnered a Golden Globe nomination. What? <laughs> She's also in Burlesque. Yes. She is. That's a good one. Other singers turned actors. Barbara Streisand. Yes. Jennifer Hudson. Yes. Mark Wahlberg. Hey, Marky Mark. Wait, is he a singer turned actor or is he an actor turned singer? Singer turned actor. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. You're I'm talking about or am I thinking of Donnie Wahlberg? Donnie's his brother. He was in New Kids on the Block. Yeah, okay, so Mark, yeah, he was a singer turned actor. Okay, okay. That's what Yeah. New Kids on the Block. No, no, no. He wasn't in Marky Mark's not in New Kids on the Block. Marky Mark's was in like Fear. Mark Wahlberg. Donnie's the one that's with uh So was Mark Wahlberg never in the musical group? No, he wasn't on... He came out with, like, good vibrations and, uh, yeah. But he was, before movies, he was yeah. singing, though, right? I don't I, I don't know if he was singing first or if he was acting first. Ooh. He's on that flip-flop, though, because he did do that. Yes. He did do he that. He did cross over. I will guarantee that one. Well, who on the list did I leave out oh. of a singer... Turned actor. I mean, there's smaller roles that people have had, like P. Diddy. Yeah. He's a singer that's been in movies. In the movies he's in, he's funny. Yeah. Oh, Kelly Rowland. She was in uh, Freddy vs. Jason from Destiny's Child. Yeah. What about Brandy? Yes. <laughs> she had a whole show. She did. She did have a whole yeah. show. Was it Moesha? 
Yes. Yes. I and then she, that. she was also in I Know What You Did Last Summer. She was in I Know What You Did Last Summer, which leads me to one I can't believe you forgot. Jennifer Love Hewitt. She put out a whole album. After acting. Though. After acting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking singers turned oh, actors. Oh, okay. Well, now, I'm back on the now previous. Late, now, later we can do a segment where it's actors turned singers. Okay, okay. But right now we're focusing on singers that turned to acting. Turned to acting. Because there's a lot. There's a lot. Multi-talented people. Yes, but that just made me start thinking of the many different the many different singers turned actors because there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Not just Lady Gaga. I mean, she's the best, but there are more. I do think she's the best performer overall as far yes. as in the music industry. Now, acting that's still yet to be determined. No. Nah. There's still a lot of a lot more better actors, I'm sure, that are better at that art than her, but she just got into it. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't want her to get too good in acting yeah. because she needs to stay in the music industry. We've got a lot of great <laughs> actors, and our musicians our musicians are, are dying off. And we're going to talk about a musician that has died off in the next segment. And it is one of the most iconic guitarists to ever play. And he actually is the last living member of the original band to die. So we're going to talk about that, ladies and gentlemen, right after these words. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Off the cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my unfortunate duty to announce the death of Gary Rosington, the last of the original Leonard Skinner band. He died at the age of 71. Gary Rosington. He was Leonard Skinner's last surviving original member who helped to found this group, Leonard Skinner. No cause of death was given as of right now. He was such an instrumental part of the group. He co-wrote this song, Sweet Alabama. And he helped found the group. The group originally, Leonard Skinner, included vocalist Ronnie Van Sant, guitarist Gary Rosington, and Alan Collins, bassist Larry Junstrom, and drummer Bob Burns, all of whom were students at Robert E. Lee High School. Upon meeting drummer Bob Burns and bassist Larry Junstrom, Rosington and his new friends formed a band which they tried to juggle among their love of baseball. Listen here, it says, according to Rolling Stone, it was a during a fateful Little League game, Ronnie Van Sant, which is the lead singer of Leonard Skinner, the guy singing this song right now, yeah. he hit a line drive into the shoulder blades of opposing player Bob Burns. Hey. And he met his future bandmate that way. There you go. So Rosington, Burns, Van Sant, and guitarist Alan Collins gathered that afternoon at Burns' Jacksonville home to jam the Rolling Stones' Time is on my side. There you go. And they realized after playing that song, time is on my side. Yes, it is. They knew that they could make music together. Uh Uh-huh. And they adopted the name Leonard Skinner 
You know where they got that name from? I ain't got a clue. They named it after their high school gym teacher who was always harassing them for wearing their hair long. Yeah. His name was Leonard Skinner. Are you serious? So they changed it, to the spelling, to Leonard Skinner. Yeah. But his name was Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Hey, Leonard. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Talk about how bad he felt the rest of his life. I mean, knowing that you gave <laughs> this band inspiration to 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 do that. I mean, it's amazing. But Gary Rosington was one of the founding members. And like I said, he co-wrote Sweet Home Alabama. He also co-wrote Free Bird. Oh. He, and, he, and he helped create the band. I mean, I don't know if you... Are a fan of Leonard Skinner or not? Oh, hush. You are. Yes. I love Leonard Skinner. They are quite possibly one of the most iconic rock bands, and maybe even in the top five rock bands to have ever existed. Mm-hmm. Leonard Skinner. I mean, they have classics like this. Tuesday's Gone, which is such a great guitar solo. Played by Gary Rosington himself. You know, some people might say that their biggest song was Sweet Home Alabama. It was not. It was actually the one and only... This makes me cry. Which is a 9 minute and 10 second track. It's usually played at the last of their concerts. It's usually played at the last of any show. If they're if, if a band's doing a cover, it's because it's a great farewell song. Mm-hmm. You're free. And it's very sad knowing the fate of Leonard Skinner. It's a great song. Do you have a favorite Leonard Skinner song? Uh, Give Me Three Steps. Which is which is a good one. Uh, What's Your Name? Oh, gosh. Um, what about this one? What a song that was. Yes. Uh, that is another one that some people call maybe the most uh, iconic Leonard Skinner song out there. I would say definitely one of the most covered. Yes. And I I just love that song. And so many people want to, you know, they want to sing it. So many people, they, they think they're, <laughs> they're good enough <laughs> to sing it. And sound just like Ronnie Van Sant, but they're not. Mm-mm. He really did have the voice of an angel. Absolutely. You know what's wild is he said that he, Ronnie Van Sant, he said that he would not live to see 30. He Ooh. was known for saying that. And he died. Yeah. How old was he? 29. Oh, are you serious? You can't tempt fate. Don't tempt fate. No need. No. Uh, you know, the, one of the crazy things about Gary Rosington's story was that he survived the 1977 plane crash that killed 
three members of the original band, including lead singer Ronnie Van Sant. So was he on the plane? One hundred percent. Oh, not everybody my word. died. Not everybody Ooh. died on the plane. Yeah, and it was that plane that took the lives of many Leonard Skinner uh, band members on October the twentieth, nineteen seventy-seven. Three days after releasing their album Street Survivors, Leonard Skinner performed at the Greenville Memorial Auditorium in Greenville, South Carolina. After that, they boarded a Convair CV-240 airplane to take them to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where they were to perform at LSU, Louisiana State University. The plane ran out of gas near the end of the flight, and it was because of that that killed the band. Gary Rosington actually was interviewed, and he gave his take, and he gave his perspective, his POV of what happened during that plane crash. Things were going uh, wrong with the plane a little bit. Nothing serious, but enough to notice it wasn't flying top notch, you know. Everybody was playing poker. I remember Ronnie did have a little hangover, so he just threw a pillow down and was laid on the floor. And uh, all of a sudden, you could really feel a little sputtering and spitting. I was in the cockpit in the navigator jump seat in between the pilot and the co-pilot. I looked at Walter McCreary and I said, we can fly on one engine, right? He looked at me with fear in his eyes and I saw it, his eyes were bugging out. He said, Artemis, you better go back and strap yourself in. The pilot sent the co-pilot back to say, hey, we're gonna make a landing and try to see what's happening here. So it might be a little rough, so put your heads between your legs like back in the Cold War when the school said, there's a nuclear bomb coming, just get under your desk, you'll be fine. We started hitting the treetops real, you could hear them and it got louder and louder and until it just got so overwhelming loud and bumping that that's when I, I guess, got knocked out. It felt like a thousand baseball bats being beaten on the fuselage. So the plane started coming apart. And I'm looking out the window. The left wing comes off. And there you go. Wow. They crash into a Mississippi field in the woods. And several members of the band uh, died. And it was because of that they said they would never, ever again play under the name Leonard Skinner. Now, we do know that in later years they did reunite. In 1987, they reunited for a full-scale tour with five major members of the pre-crash band. The crash survivors, Gary Rosington, Billy Powell, Leon Wilkinson, and Artemis Pyle, along with guitarist Ed King, who had left the band two years before the crash. Ronnie Van Sant's younger brother, Johnny, took over as the new lead singer and primary songwriter. Due to founding member Alan Collins' paralysis from his 1986 car accident, he was only able to participate as the musical director, choosing Randall Hall, his former bandmate in the Alan Collins band, as his stand-in. And they went on and did a few songs and kind of stayed together. But it was never the same after the original band members died in that plane crash. Oh, and I don't even know how you would even remotely get back to what you would consider original. When you lose, and this is from Gary Rosington. This isn't from me. He said, when you lose your lead singer, when you lose the front man, it's over. It's over. It's over. You got to do something else. Mm -hmm. 
There have been bands that have went on and 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 done fine and had mm-hmm. great success. ACDC, they've yes. had great success losing their front man. But the the magic that was the original once you lose that front man, once you lose the lead singer, that's it. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't say it. That was from Gary, and a lot of people might have liked Leonard Skinner post the plane crash and the new band. Yeah, but I doubt it. I don't think so. I don't think I don't think that it was the Leonard Skinner of old. Well, I feel like, and it was always the old catalog that gets played. Which no complaints for me. It's an amazing catalog, but I really don't even know any of the newer things that they put out. Yes. But we are going to take Off the Cuff Song of the Week, and Amber, because we just talked about an iconic band, why not play Saturday Night Special by Leonard Skinner for this week's Song of the Week? So ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and listen to the strings played by Gary Rosington. We'll be back after the song. Time is getting closer and closer for Scream 6 to premiere. Now, we're going to the, what, the 8.30 showing? Something like that? 8.45, so we've got officially four hours. Okay. Until Scream. I dare somebody to tell me (laughs) anything about that movie if they see it before me. Because I don't want to know. That's the thing about movies and Mm -hmm. social media today you can't keep things secret no because if you look at your phone you're go- it's going to get revealed who the killer is hey i'm putting my i'm turning mine off it once we're be. done with the show mine's off my phone will be off yeah my don't phone, need us you don't need to contact me and tell me who the Mm-mm. killer is because i won't see it because it'll be us if you do that yeah no spoilers no spoilers uh for who the killer is or anything that happens in the movie Okay, are you worried about Courtney Cox at all? <laughs> Maybe her bangs, but not so much her. You do, so you think she'll survive this one? She's been in six. She's been in all six. I know. I don't know. I feel like she's, we've we've she's, talked about this one, and every time we talk about it, I always have a different view that I walk away from it with. She's been in more screen movies than any other character in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, officially now, yeah. Mm-hmm. So is she, dare I say, <laughs> the star of Scream? Uh, I don't know if I would go that far. I wouldn't either. Yeah. I wouldn't say she's the star. It's always going to be Sydney, and that's going to be huge when she returns. Yeah. But she has definitely solidified herself as a major star in the franchise. Yeah, she's the right-hand man. She is. Yeah, 100%. She's the second most important character. She's me to you. Right. Yeah. I love Gail Weathers. Yeah, second in command. I love <laughs> some Gail Weathers, and I, I'm scared for her yeah. because... Six movies. I don't know if you can make it. Yeah. Six movies and not get not get killed. Well, now look. The killer says, "I'm not like the rest." So we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be good. They're in New York City. I know. Uh, which makes it even scarier because it's so big. Complete change and hiding in plain sight. There's something scarier about that. Yes. But I'm excited to see that, and we'll talk about it next week. Uh, a lot of people are thinking, "Well, don't do that. You'll spoil it." Well, you have a week to watch it. <laughs> if you don't watch it between now and then, somebody else is going to spoil social, it. We promise. Social media will spoil it for you anyway. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stick with us. We still have one more segment to go. We will be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. 
Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me. Last segment of the hour. Many bands are coming to Rupp Arena just this year. Guns N' Roses can be added to that list. They're coming to Rupp Arena here in Lexington on September the 6th. Now that's a classic rock band, <laughs> Guns N' Roses. Will you be in attendance for that? I am so afraid to see what Axl Rose looks like in 2023 because we know how bad he looked in 1993. <laughs> so I'm just kind of worried. None of those rock stars aged well. No. They all look pretty rough. Who was that guy we seen from Twisted Sisters? Dean Snyder? Dean Snyder. He looked terrible. Well, he's nice though. Very. Yeah. I guess if you look at Vag, you gotta be nice. I wanna make mention to everyone it is March. And it's my favorite time of year, which means the March Madness series is a bonus. And Off the Cuff likes to cover complete coverage of the March Madness tournament with the March Madness series. Off the Cuff with Adam Banks presents the March Madness series. It will begin with the Selection Sunday show on March the 12th. It will be available on the Off the Cuff podcast feed at 9 p.m. It will be a podcast-only show. In the beginning Wednesday, March the 22nd, there will be a March Madness special covering the men's NCAA basketball tournament. And that will be at 9 p.m. on Wednesdays, starting on March the 22nd, right here on WLXU 93.9 or the app. And then it will be available after the broadcast on the Off the Cuff with Adam Banks podcasting stream. I'm excited to bring in the March Madness crew to talk all things college basketball and the March Madness tournament. Are we doing the bracket? There will be an Off the Cuff with Adam Banks bracket challenge. And that will be... I will give more details about that during the Selection Sunday show. Okay. Also next week during the regular broadcast. But I also want to make mention, too, next Thursday is a very big show for Off the Cuff with Adam Banks. Next Thursday will be the 200th radio broadcast. Woo! 200 times we have came into this studio (laughs) and broadcasted on the radio. I am very excited for that accomplishment. It seems just like yesterday that we came in here and did the 100th broadcast. It seems like yesterday we did our first radio broadcast. So next week will be a celebratory moment, no doubt, for Off the Cuff with Adam Banks. So we have a lot coming up, a lot in the chamber. Not only do we have the March Madness series, but we have the 200th radio broadcast next week. It's going to be a big week. It is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that about wraps up another episode of Off the Cuff with Adam Banks. If you liked what you heard today, you will probably like our previous episodes, so check us out on podcasts. We're available on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcast, or wherever podcasts can be streamed. You can follow me, the host, on social media at The Adam Banks. You can follow the co-host on social media at Ambu447. You can follow the show on social media at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks. We release new episodes every Thursday right here on WLXU 93.9 FM, which means we will be back same time, same place. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Ember Turner. I'm Adam Banks, and this is Off the Cuff. We'll catch you down the road.